Hello and welcome to the most excellent 80s movies podcast. It's the podcast where a filmmaker, a comedian, and a podcaster invest so much of themselves into the world of 80s movies that we think we love or might have missed with these our modern eyes to see how well they held up or if the bathtub is indeed falling through the floor. Uh, This is The Money Pit, a movie selection from 1986. Anna and Walter are young, single, and in love. They've got good jobs, fabulous futures, a magnificent new home that they bought for a song. Who says they can't have it all? It's going to be fun fixing it up. You'll see. from Universal Pictures. I did not realize this was a Christmas film. (laughs) (laughs) I I think some people's Christmas feels like it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for sure. One disaster after another. Absolutely. Uh, I am Chrissy Lenz, uh, director of the Neighborhood Comedy Theater and uh, resident podcast comedian. And uh, with me, as always, is filmmaker Nathan Blackwell. Hey, everyone. Glad to be back. And today uh, we have a we are so happy to have uh, our recurring guest, uh, podcaster and uh, wonderful person, Andy Nelson. Why, hello. And I'm so glad to be back talking about this movie with you, two. What was the uh, the last one? Was it RoboCop? I can't remember if RoboCop or Vibes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Both, yeah, brilliant, brilliant <laughs> movies. Um, so, what is like is what is your history with this movie, Nathan? Have you seen it a bunch? Was it your Christmas go to? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's been a while. I've for sure seen this at least twice before this. No clue when. Um, uh, probably saw it sometime in the early uh, late. 80s early 90s for the first time um uh but yeah no it was it was one that i always really enjoyed but it was never like on the rotation so it's been a while yeah i think that's about the same for me like i i always really love uh the comedy parts like the hilarious parts are hilarious and i remember watching those a bunch but there's the whole like bookend of this movie the beginning and the end that i have no memory of (laughs) well i I think one of the reasons maybe why kids you know this this wasn't in the the kid movie rotation is because it's ultimately we'll get into this later about adult anxieties 
which yeah, I, which I didn't really start getting until I was like thirty five. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, what about you, Andy? You know this uh, this really hit in a sweet spot for me in the mid eighties, uh, and because it, it, it actually did get pushed from Christmas, it ended up getting released in March. So because um, I know I didn't see it at Christmas time, I know it was something that I, I watched uh, in the spring and then probably in the summer. I saw this in a period when I was starting to really kind of fall uh, in love with watching Tom Hanks on screen. Like, uh, you know, I had already seen Splash. Um, then, you know, with through HBO stuff like Man with One Red Shoe and Volunteers. And then this year, 1986, The Money Pit and Nothing in Common both come out. And I see both of those in the theaters uh, several times. And then, of course, it just kind of keeps going with Dragnet and Big and Punchline, the verbs, everything afterward. It just it was like in my Tom Hanks sweet spot um, that and it was really this period that had me totally fall in love with Tom Hanks as like my favorite actor. I got movie posters uh, from everything that he did through this period. I had them all hanging on my walls and I saw them a lot. And The Money Pit, I had seen a bunch of times. And uh, I actually watched it fairly recently, uh, showing the kids and the family. And so it's a film, yeah, I've seen I've seen this a lot. Yeah. Lots and lots and lots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Tom Hanks was was great for for us as kids because he was so goofy, you know? Yeah, like yeah. like he was he he was like an accessible adult. Yeah. Yeah. Goofy and charm. He- He's yeah. goofy yet grounded in a way that I think is like, you know, sort of essential to his um, magic because, you know, in, in improv, we talk about uh, scenes as needing like a logical character that is grounded in reality and then an absurd character that can take you all the different, um, you know, wacky places you need to go. And somehow Tom Hanks is both of those at the same time. Like <laughs> he manages to seem like very serious, like like he's the adult in the room, you know, like you mentioned Splash um, where it's like he's the responsible person. And yet he also is the guy who has a mermaid in his uh in his bathtub so he's like kind of both at the same time in a way that that really works um which like for me and i love this movie but there was something about the chemistry with shelly long that as an adult watching it felt odd there's something about (laughs) it because she is kind of that way too like she is a very logical you know sort of her you know cheers character she's always like the the smart person who's tisk tisking the <laughs> um immature people um and just that energy with tom hanks felt weird to me it felt like too much of the same thing um whereas like i i prefer to see her in like a true beverly hills kind of energy where you know she's more the i don't know did you guys have any thoughts about that at all their chemistry mm. i really liked her chemistry uh with him because I, and maybe it's because this was one of those stories where it wasn't so much about like a crazy character so much as like crazy happenings mm-hmm. happening to them and so because of that like i felt the pair of them as kind of like people that i could connect with in some way who seemed like they wanted things to be you know going well everything just happened to them and so that made it 
you know, for me, it ended up working a lot more, uh, just the fact that I had the two of them. And, you know, I, I don't know, maybe it was, I, you know, from cheers to stuff like true Beverly Hills and hello again and stuff like that. You know, I, I definitely, uh, was a Shelley long fan. Yeah. Also, in, I love uh, Hello Again. We got to do that one next. Hello Again <laughs> is a fun movie. Yeah. Bonkers. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So basically, this is the story of like the just like the trailer said, a young couple who uh, decide to invest in a house that is too good to be true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're thrown into situations. So she was basically effectively freeloading at her ex ex's uh, apartment who is going to be gone for a year. And here's what I love about and this is an 80s movie trope that I wish we saw more of is that like really a lot of people who we got to see in movies had careers in the symphony. Like, we were... <laughs> well, it, there's another Tom Hanks one because he had a career in the symphony in uh, the man with one or two. Yeah, like weird connection. The '80s just thought, like, oh, what do fancy people do? Oh, yeah, they're in the symphony orchestra. That's they Mm -hmm. go. uh... It's like the that higher than blue collar, not quite exactly rich yet, but just kind of like a fancy little excitement. Not businessy. They just they carry a cello into the city and artistic but successful, like very New Yorky. And this that is was good like, to know, so I can, if, when I go to the city, I can just bring a cello with me, so people see me and assume, oh, there's there's a classy person. Yeah, you need a <laughs> you need a cello and a scarf, and like an oversized gray jacket. <laughs> Absolutely. But that was like this. Is also, the the time where you could like have this certain look and be either a bad guy in Die Hard or the very like artsy <laughs> conductor of a symphony orchestra. Mm-hmm. And we accepted you either way. So her ex husband is one of the bad guys from Die Hard. <laughs> Carl from Die Hard yeah. with the long blonde hair and the ambiguous uh, uh, European accent. Alexander Goodenough, huh? So yeah. Great. He's got <laughs> such an interesting story, too. Like he defected from Russia. Right. He, was a, he was in the, Re- the Russian ballet. So what? It, was a, it was a massive, massive thing. Yeah. yeah I love yes. him. Yeah. And so he is like, yeah, this hoity-toity, um, and he's like, he's just like, I'm back. This is my house. We're divorced. Out you get, you goobers. Um, and so they need to find some place to move quickly. Oh, and meanwhile, Tom Hanks is an executive at a music label. Yeah. But it's right. like the low end version. Like it's the <laughs> the equivalent of like if he was a lawyer that like people in the waiting room have chickens to like give him as payment. It's it's definitely not a uh, a high class um, rock star style job. Right. Although and- he is working with a terrible like child uh, music star, which <laughs> is one of the funniest <laughs> things ever. Uh huh. Yes, that part is so amazing it's like proto justin bieber um in a in a way that like i was like oh who would that be like analogous to in the 80s like i i don't know like justin bieber is the only thing i can think of but um his dad has embezzled all of the money like so like tom hanks is just surrounded by swindlers his dad has swindled (laughs) all of the money from the music artist. So that's why he is like in a bad spot. Right. 
and they somehow get um let into this like mystery house that's like in the country sort of that's this like gorgeous beautiful huge magical estate that they can buy uh but it's like a fire sale you have to buy it now but it's really really cheap mm-hmm and uh, the, again, swindlers. So there's this like older lady who's like, my Carlo is like, she sort of makes it seems like he's an escaped Nazi. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Hitler's, well, Hitler's pool boy. When, when you meet him at the end, I don't think we're far off from that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, she's got to go because like they're chasing him to like make him pay for being a Nazi. So it's like only by candlelight can they, they see this house. Um, but like, what's the big deal? It's going to be so cheap. Just give me all the money right now. And I got to get out of here. <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. I'll throw the car in. I'll throw everything. in. It's just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Take it all. I'm on my way out. Um, and so then in the harsh, uh, so they decide to jump on it and, uh, you know, in the harsh light of day, it's revealed that <laughs> this house has many, many mm-hmm. problems and then yeah. the real movie begins. Yeah, it, it's that, that kind of classic, like, oh, this doorknob pulled off. Oh, we can fix that. Oh, the the water. Oh, there's a weird. Oh, it's goopy. Oh, my. You know, and, and it just kind of accelerates <laughs> until they realize, you know, what they've gotten into themselves into. Yeah. yeah and- just a few things to fix. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's the good it, part of the movie is when everything starts going hilariously wrong in mm-hmm. the house. And that's the part I remember. There's like a home alonean quality to it where just the the escalation of things falling apart at this house is so gorgeous. <laughs> I love it so much. Yeah, it, it really start it, it doesn't take too much time at this point to kind of turn into a broad comedy, you know, oh, yeah. with like raccoons jumping out and you know, attacking and and just like uh, you know, it almost kind of like this old New York style broad comedy. It's like, oh, that's got to hurt, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's the the way that, to, like, it, it, there are so many things, too, where I'm, like, watching it as a grown-up being like, why is she going to cook a whole freaking turkey? Like, she's like, oh, it's our first <laughs> night in our new kitchen. I better cook an entire Thanksgiving-grade turkey. Like and again, not, it's, and, and not a little one. Like no. it's, it's one to feed like a family of twelve. <laughs> it's like they went huge, leftovers, right? Well, they'll have them. Um, oh. and I get it that it's for the hilarity of seeing it fly through the air and the little button pop out to say it's done. But like, just like, oh, it's our first night in our new house. Let's have a fake Thanksgiving. I'm gonna cook an entire turkey. Um. It was it's a different very time. Yeah. It's very strange, but I love that whole scene. Like, yeah. like the whole scene where he's you know, going down to check the thing to get the water and uh, for the tub, which because the water's not working, and then the whole thing in the kitchen with, you know, you've got uh, uh, Julia Child yes. <laughs> on the TV and just like watching the little spark of the electric line as it goes up in flames around the kitchen walls i mean it's just it that whole thing was a great setup and it paid off i i thought it was really funny as the turkey comes up and then he brings the water's like yep turkey's done yeah <laughs> and she's like I, I don't think it can hurt us anymore let's just take a <laughs> bath and then down it goes through the floor and the laughter that yes. is one of the funniest things ever <laughs> 
Um, and uh, the, and I think the staircase scene when he's like walking up the staircase and it's falling apart around him is like there's just the performance of that is so like you can't recreate that like who could do something like that and be as magical as, as young Tom Hanks and what a fun uh, this is one of those movies where I'm like there there aren't many times I watch a movie and say I'd love to be an actor but this is one of those movies where I really would because like there are scenes like that where I'm like how fun would that be to be in this scene where you know you're on the staircase and the stairs kind of start shaking and falling and you have to like make a running jump and and land on the landing and it's like there, there are moments like that I'm like that would just be fun it'd be fun to be involved in in kind of when you're making a movie and it'd just be fun to do as an actor, like just playing all these sorts of scenes. I think there's a lot of fun to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like uh, uh, two people have that level of uh, it's like Neo from The Matrix and Tom Hanks from The Money Pit have that <laughs> level of like <laughs> bullet time. That may be the only time mm-hmm. that comparison has been made. A very, uh, yeah. <laughs> the Venn diagram. <laughs> Not a lot of intersections. No, no. Uh, we also get to meet the like sort of cast of characters who are the um, like, you know, th- this movie sort of has this like other piece of it, which is like commentary on like the contractor industry. Like, <laughs> so Someone's funny. really bitter. Yeah. Someone had the a bad brothers. experience uh-huh. and they're like right. the only people available to do any of this work. And they're like as sleazy and as it can be and the answer to everything is like it's gonna cost this much money down and it'll take two weeks which is of course never the case never the case which i feel like that has been a joke long before this movie and still like i feel like that's just perpetually something that's always out there yeah Mm -hmm. it's it's a truth about it's yeah it's a it's a truth about life right really (laughs) Um, and then, like, sort of the reality of, like, who is actually coming to do the work on this house. And, um, like, it's all these sort of, like, bikers and, like, circus folk who are coming <laughs> to just, like, tear the house apart. Um, and then we sort of get the shock of that. Uh, and then we settle into, like, the acceptance of it. That, like, yeah, you know, there's, yeah. So once they, they kind of start. To, uh, you know, uh, getting into it. It's like, oh, it's it, two weeks or whatever. And then we have kind of a cut to four months later. And, <laughs> and now it's just like the way of life, you know, oh, hey, Jerry, how's it going? You know, it's like they're they're kind of part of the family, mm-hmm. you know. They're like behind Bosco, the medicine cabinet. Yeah, it's the yeah. thing that will never end. Right. And Philip Bosco, uh, who plays Curly, I just love him because he's like the nice, the, you know, the contractors are all like the slimy guys, but he's like uh-huh. the, the smiling, happy face representing the front of it. And to that end, I mean, I just love him because he's he is that lovable guy. And you're like, OK, it's a little longer than two weeks, but you're smiling. You're happy. I'm OK. We'll we'll kind of go along with that. And so uh-huh. it's, it's 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 nice having that element in there especially as all this stuff starts kind of uh, kind of just continuing to go crazy and fall apart. Yeah, he's like, have a good day. Don't you worry about a thing. We're on <laughs> top of it. As people are like hanging off of the edges of the house and like... Um... <laughs> Falling into giant vats of paint. Yep. Yeah, that's that scene when when, you know, there's so many different things that are not set up correctly. Like they've moved the board that they walked across and, and that whole scene 
when Tom Hanks is trying to, uh, you know, I can't remember what he's getting for his wife, but he's trying to get it and he he steps off where there's normally a board and it's gone and he falls and that triggers this whole chain of events where, you know, at the end of it, which he ends up, he's in the fountain outside and getting <laughs> peed on by the little fountain statue. A, there were a Classic. number of OSHA violations <laughs> yes. in this. I'm sure they use this for training. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, the Rube Goldbergian thing that the 80s loved of like chain reactions. This is like exactly. where Pee Wee Herman got his inspiration. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, f I feel like, um, you know, it's again, like how we view the contractors, you know, the all this. It's again, kind of like a uh, that that anxiety that you feel as a like a as a as an adult as a first time homeowner or just any kind of like you know um renovations or borrowing money just the whole thing dealing with the home yeah which i have had that experience like when we uh, purchased the home that we're in now like quickly learned that like because it was this like beautiful sort of vintage like never mm. been touched original owner situation they're like oh yeah well the the sewer lines are bad everything's made of <laughs> right. asbestos like it all has to go i've never seen wiring this old you <laughs> yeah. know that's the classic uh -huh. <laughs> basically they're like and they said that about our sewer line they were like yeah that was from the 60s nobody uses it anymore it basically like has was made of clay and crumbled into dust and Dang. you gotta redo this whole thing it'll take two weeks like, two weeks and <laughs> and it did take four months so like i like was really flashing to um you know seeing myself as tom hanks in the floor just like <laughs> metaphorically i am in the floor a la tom hanks <laughs> in, <laughs> in the money pit um, but then there's this whole other movie that's happening as well, which is the relationship drama that's going on between Tom Hanks and Shelley Long, um, which is that, like, they're not married. Um, it, and, like, there's a lot of debate over whether they will get married or even want to get married. Well, he wants to get married. Yeah. And mm -hmm. has, I mean, you know, he's proposed right at the start of the film. And apparently it's something that's recurred quite a bit. And she's... I think because of the issues she had with her ex, uh, Max, that she's just, you know, very reticent to do it all over again. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it's that whole marriage fear thing. Uh, you know, it failed once. I don't want to do it again. Yeah. Which yeah. was like a real trope of 80s movies as well. I mean, I, and I guess it like hasn't gone anywhere, but, you know, of like someone in this relationship is really anti-marriage. Yeah. And there's a lot of insecurity, therefore, on like Tom Hanks's part, um, where he just like doesn't really trust Shelley Long with uh, her diehard ex. Yeah, because we didn't say that, but Max like really wants her back. Like it's that seems to be a perpetual thing that he's always like, you know, you know, just sleep with me, just come back to me, you know. And it's I, I, <laughs> there's something really charming about Alexander Godunov in this character, uh, in this role, which is it's very funny because, as you pointed out, it's such a contrast to his diehard <laughs> character. <laughs> Although this part is, of me wants uh, to imagine it exists in the same world. Yeah. yeah, this is before his brother was killed and he got so angry. <laughs> yeah. right. uh, and he's like, you know, he, you can tell he's not a good husband and that he, he's not a good partner, but that he just, like, is this charming, like, 
person who's like, but I love you. Isn't right. that enough? And it's like, well, not really. Like, you know, I've got this like sort of practical uh, music executive boyfriend and we're investing in a home. Um, yeah. But they keep needing money. Of course, they need more and more money. And so Tom Hanks goes to his Justin Bieber. Um <laughs> who's like i looked that kid up and he's like not really in anything else bernie yeah and and he's like or no it wasn't bernie it was um uh, benny benny Benny. yeah and he's like this big client of the music agency who's like this weirdly adult little kid Mm mm-hmm it's like the weirdest thing that you're just like, someone came up with that. But like that kid, I was like, who is that kid? I know I've seen him in uh, something else. Um, and I kept looking it up like and and there's all these things like if you look for it, it's like, who's the rich kid in the money pit? And it's like, nobody knows. Yeah, he was he did a couple episodes in Punky Brewster and an episode on Webster, like all in this window of time. But that was it. And I just got to say, I mean, that's one of the funniest things that I still think about with this movie is when tom hanks yells at him and like benny's guards like get their guns ready yeah. <laughs> he's just like you'll give me that money or or what huh or what i'll not like you anymore <gasps> and I... <laughs> yeah it's almost like a scene out of big yeah yeah for sure it is one of the funniest things though and i feel like that's a weird like probably a truism with some of these people where it's like that's what they really want like the fact that they need you to like them Right. Yes. Oh, very much so. Yeah, I can speak to that 100%. It's like, yes, we need to be loved. Yes. We need your yes. approval. And that is the most valuable thing. Um, but so Shelley Long's solution is to go, of course, to um, like resettle some of the assets with her, uh, her ex. And then there's all this like, oh, like they have some drinks. She's obviously very stressed, like tensions are high with Tom Hanks. And then we get into this like, did she sleep with him? Did she not sleep with him? Does Tom Hanks think that she slept with him? Does she say that she did, even though that she didn't? And is this like the end of their relationship? Yeah. yeah. Well, because she doesn't even remember because they apparently got so drunk and, and Max kind of makes her think that that we did actually sleep together last night mm-hmm. yeah and and that's really the only way that you know this it could have worked that this whole infidelity plot just kind of being dropped in here on this kind of wacky comedy you know that she was deceived yeah. you know yeah like she was she was deceived she wasn't sure but then she also plays that game with him where she's like what if i did you know what if like what's the big deal tom hanks you know and it and it becomes this thing of like is that the deal breaker for you well they have that great scene like on that stormy night when she kind of confesses and he's like it's okay it's all right we're fine we'll work through this and then he like wakes up and realizes and he's like screaming at her you slut and all this and Mm -hmm. and so yeah it's it's uh i mean i think it was a big turn and i think you know it was one of those emotional relationship things where you can yeah it it it, Mm -hmm. there there are issues now and so it yeah uh, but you know i I think that that goes to and it's a little on the nose but i still like it when curly's like you know as long as the foundation is good (laughs) Uh (laughs) uh-huh yeah Yeah. if you're wondering what the theme was you guys 
it's the right. foundation was good. The foundation. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. yeah. But but Shelly Shelly Log really does become the anchor, you know, the emotional anchor. Um, especially um at this point in the movie. Cause I, I, I could I could see a lot of different ways that this could have just bucked the audience and not work for them. You know, you can kind of feel it like where the the uh, the roller coaster is very really hard to one side, but I, I feel like uh, Shelley Long in particular anchors it, you know, especially that there was that close up of her, you know, right on her face as she like slams the door and then we just, ah, uh, we're there, you know. Yeah. I just, I, I forgot it's, you know, just a lot of her roles were back in the 80s and you really, I really forgot, you know, just how good she was. Yeah, she's great. And, and she like really has some comedic, chops um but like clearly like has a lot of emotional connection as well like i love shelly long yeah but i i'm like this is not my favorite of her but she's still great in it so i'm not you know specifically complaining and yet i am it's very complicated <laughs> but as long as the you foundation is good that's right <laughs> um and so they decide that they're gonna like just stick it out that you know once the house is um, finished, they'll sell it and like split the money and go their separate ways. Yeah. Which of course doesn't happen because the end. <laughs> <laughs> and they like, of course, everything works out. Like they decide that they love each other and and the house does get finished. Um, and the button of the movie. So there's this like nice, beautiful ending where they've got the beautiful home. And like, of course they've, you know, made friends of all it's the friends they made along the way of the like circus people who fixed their house. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the weird button of this movie is that Tom Hanks embezzling dad. Oh, Oh, so, so, uh, so first we have to reveal that okay. Mac Max, uh, tells Tom Hanks, uh, or, or, Tell Shelly Long. Who, who did he tell? He tells Shelly Long that they Shelley never Long. actually slept together. That they never actually. That's right. Okay. Right. So he tells her that they never actually slept together. Right. Because she's like. And it's what? obviously right. something that has kind of destroyed her life and is not really that much on his radar. You know, yeah. he kind of cares, but admittedly, you know, he's. Um, it's all you so know, selfish. All he's a selfish reasoning. person. And yeah. that's just stick. And that's why he's not a good partner. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Right. But so and, and again, like the, you know, this infidelity plot, the only way this could have worked is is if she didn't remember and Max lied to her. And then again, like, how do you save that? Like Tom Hanks is basically like pleading, wants to be with her and he doesn't care that she slept with Max. Right. You know, he wants to be with her. And then she says, having just learned, I didn't sleep with Max. Right. And then he's like, oh, thank God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, fuck. Yeah. And, 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 you know, and again, like you've got that balancing act of trying to preserve that broad level of fun, silly comedy and yet have some sort of adult emotion yeah. in it. Exactly. And if, if you go too hard into it that she actually like if if she had actually slept with him and then we're in now a very complicated gray zone of of human emotion that's tough to balance with the slapstick you know yeah and so you needed something a little more defined a little more black and white 
to kind of to kind of work and merge with that, you know. I, I totally, totally agree with you. But I feel like like people were looking at the script for this movie and they were like, well, we need a we need a bigger reason for them to break up. Like, it can't be the house that mm-hmm. breaks them up. We need a bigger reason for them to break up. And right. it just seems like a very 80s thing to be like, oh, well, maybe she uh, uh, the misunder- really doesn't, yeah. you know, sleep with a conductor boyfriend. <laughs> the yeah, the classic misunderstanding. Um, and, and, but that, that does kind of leave us if it, if, if the balancing act is successful for kind of a higher come together ending along with the whole, oh, we shouldn't get married. Oh, let's finally get married. You know, they allow us to kind of end on like a big wedding. So you get to see all the characters, all the weirdos, everyone comes together. It's at the house. So you get kind of like this, this, uh, high to end on. Well, and, uh, you know, you just have to, when you're doing that, you have to bring the f- in the fact that the cheap girls are there. In per- yes. <laughs> which, which is pretty fantastic. <laughs> so. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, you know, I, and I get that, that that connection as well, which is like once you get through like the business of like building the nice house around you, you know, then it's all smooth sailing except for like, you know, the maintenance here and there of like fixing things that come up as you go, as it is in relationships hmm. as we all know oh um okay so then we get the like is, is it post credits it is right no uh, no it's no, it's, no. it's at the it's end pre, of the film. it's pre-credits yeah. it, yep. it's the button it yeah. is so tom hanks is swindling dad right uh, who we opened the movie on right, right. uh getting runs, married in brazil runs afoul of the uh woman and her nazi husband who are money pitting them in a different place. Right. The cycle of money pits <laughs> continues. Money pit will be back with <laughs> more money pits. Deeper pits. Deeper pits. <laughs> Electrical outlet shortage. Boogaloo. Electric pit. This time it's dad. Pit, pit, pit NATO. Yes. Um. Uh, so did it did it hold up for you? Like I, I think I'm hearing mostly yes. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of like it holds up, could you? I mean, I think that this is also like such a such a plot. Like this is like there's no sort of use in saying could we redo this movie because it's been made a billion times over. Where it's like the stress of a renovation is you know mm-hmm. highlighting all of our relationship issues and like, i mean this is a remake too yeah I mean, kind of a loose loose <laughs> one but if, yeah mr Bil- blandings builds his dream house uh Ken yeah grant in 1948 which which the um uh and the i've so i i've seen that just by chance um and in that in that one he is an ad executive and he 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 builds his dream home in the country and so just the building of it just continues to have like these ridiculous more. things and um, wow. hilarity and, and I, but I don't think that it deals with the same like marriage strife and stuff like that. Yeah, no. Maybe, and, maybe there's a little bit, but it's I, I don't feel like it's as right apart. There, there's more kind of a work subplot where he's trying to like his job is on the line and he yeah. needs like a a great little like um um this account they need like a catchphrase. That they that they find that they that the housekeeper finally comes up with, 
and um, and it saves the day, and and the housekeeper gets the reward of continuing to be an employed housekeeper. Ah, nineteen forties. Yeah. Ah, yes. Um. Yeah, I had I had no idea. Like, do do you think there is anyone who could like capture the same like energy as as Tom Hanks has in this? Or or I mean, I I don't know that I could come up with anybody who could like do that level of um. Mm-hmm physical comedy and character you know work and still be like so likable mm-hmm. that's well, a ca- trick i mean i, I feel yeah. like i probably could but uh gosh i really have to stew on that like who would be the, yeah. the person today mm-hmm. who would work well to do that i i mean the obvious answer is the kid who played benny that's right for the uh it, it sees so it's not an actual remake it's a it's a it's a continuation, yeah. right? Exactly. It just goes on and on. All right. Um, <laughs> so on a on a scale of one bathtub through the floor to mm. to ten bathtubs through the floor, uh, how many bathtubs go through your floor for the money pit, Nathan? Oh, that's a good one. So I I I, I wrote down at the end of the end of the movie. I wrote down an eight. Mm. Um. Maybe if I actually like drilled down deeper, I also put underneath it seven point seven eight three. Oh wow! <laughs> Very specific. I, I use a graph, you know, obviously, uh, and a calculator, and that's what I came up with. Yeah, yeah no, I I felt like you know having having not seen it in so long, like it's it's fun, like it really works. There's some stuff that's. I, I wouldn't say there's I wouldn't say that there's stuff that's questionable or or doesn't hold up now in comparison to then. Um, you know, I, I think it's fun. Yeah, it's a good time. A lot of big laughs. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, what about for you, Andy? Oh, absolutely. I, I'd 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 give it an eight. It's uh, I, I think that the comedy in it. I mean, it's always held up for me. And, and I've, I've seen it, uh, I think somewhat recently i watched it with the kids and i mean they thought it was funny i mean it's just a very funny movie it does have its issues but i love the chemistry with hanks and long i think they're great and i just feel like this like just like curly says i think that this film also has a good foundation and i think that's what makes it kind of stand up and and Mm -hmm. and hold up so well for me yeah there's a lot of foundations in this so much foundation it's really about foundation yeah um (laughs) yeah i think i i went a little bit lower just because for me like the sandwiching of like the like relationship issues on top of just the fun of the um the comedy of the house like i was like oh i didn't really think it found that balance that i wanted it to have so i give it a seven which is only slightly uh lower than uh than you guys but yeah and um I definitely think it's it's a fun rewatch and definitely rewatchable with the kids, although they all got bored when it came time to be like, did you sleep with him? Did you not? They're like, OK, <laughs> can, can we go play video games now? I was like, yeah, nothing else is falling through the floor. Um, uh, but I think it is definitely rewatchable. Um, so what would your deep cut recommendation be um, if you liked this? Then I think you would like blank Nathan. 
Um, so it's it's not the perfect deep cut recommendation, but it, it it's kind of like taking a certain maybe an aspect of the money pit, more of the relationship and maybe like the New York style comedy of it. Like it, it could it, it could be an, it's it could be an an OK, but not a perfect double feature um, uh, when Harry met Sally. Um, which, um, which I, I don't know, for some reason that just popped into my head when I thought about both the, the, the confluence of, you know, re- relationship comedy and then, and this kind of like New York style sense of humor. I don't know if that makes sense, but I, I'm, well, I'm sticking it with a, it. A deep cut. Yeah. <laughs> right. The threads are, are there. It's it's yeah. It, it may even defy my own logic, but that's fine. <laughs> All right. What do you think, Andy? You know, I was thinking originally of doing something like Life as a House, just because of kind of the house project and the building and kind of repairing of relationships and stuff. But mm. that's just that's really it's a much more dramatic, heavy sort of film. I think I'm going to just go light and. Uh, you know, I think that if you can appreciate the joy of Shelley Long comedy in the 80s, I'm going to say Outrageous Fortune. Oh, uh, yeah. The film that she did right after this uh, with Bette Midler, uh, where there are two movie. actresses who fall in love with the same guy who, quote, dies, and they go on the run trying to, I think, trying to prove that he's alive, uh, but he was a spy or something. I, I can't remember. It's been a long time, but I loved it when it came out. And. Now I want to watch it again after <laughs> watching Money Pit again. So there you go. Shelley Long did a lot of really, really good comedy like movies in the great. 80s. She yeah. was just great. They all deserve a rewatch and a yeah. renaissance. Absolutely. Uh, great recommendation. I thought you were going to go with Hello Again. Uh, mm. That's another one I really enjoyed when so I was. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen it in ages. But I mean, oh, I mean, me too. like Caveman would be another funny one that she did earlier. Uh, you know, I loved that one night shift uh you know she's just you know all sorts of stuff and uh and then later on in um uh as the mom in modern family (laughs) (laughs) very interesting um yeah that's awesome i so i'm gonna i am gonna go the house route and i'm gonna recommend uh love it or list it which is a show it's like a you know a home like renovation show where one of the hosts renovates the home and the other host attempts to uh, like show them new homes to see if the family will choose to like love their renovated home or list it and move to one of the other homes that the new family has found. But it has all these like genius moments where oh. the family. Oh. Oh. Her Zencaster just exploded. <laughs> we're back. There you oh, are. Hello. There and you we're are. back. Yeah, I don't know what that was. Um, uh, but there's all these fun moments that everybody who loves HGTV knows about where it's like, we want our 8,000 square foot house to now have two stories and a staircase to a basement. And they're just like, yeah, okay, sure. (laughs) We can do that. Um, uh, so that's my recommendation. Uh, so, uh, let us know, Andy, what are you doing these days? Where can people find you? I am uh, podcasting regularly about movies at the next reel uh, on the next reel film podcast. We're actually, uh, I'm not sure when this is coming out, but we're just about to start our 11th season. If Dang. you can believe that. Yeah, 11 seasons of movie talk and, uh, and, and our 10 year anniversary is actually coming up. So 
Um, but we've got an exciting year of movies that we'll be talking about for this season, all directed by women. Yay. And uh, we're just uh, we're kicking it off with 80s comedy, actually tying in perfectly with what you do. 80s comedy with Coolidge and Heckerling. We'll be looking at some Amy Heckerling and Martha Coolidge movies. Yay. So, Excellent yeah. choices. So, but, so uh, fun. Yeah, you can uh, learn more at thenextreel.com. Cool. And where can everybody find you, Nathan? Uh, the usual, squishystudios.com, where all of our projects and short films that have not been updated <laughs> in, in the last two years Look, can man, still be watched. The last two years have been like a house that's slowly falling apart. <laughs> right. That's right. On the upside, there, there's, uh, there are some, uh, there's at least two projects uh, behind the scenes that I'm working on, and so I'm, I'm, uh, uh, I think those are going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking, uh, I'm excited about that. Great, awesome. I'm so. excited too. Cool. Um, and of course, you can find me at uh, nctphoenix.com and for neighborhood, C for comedy, T for theater, and Phoenix all spelled out. And if you're in the Arizona Mesa area, you can come see me at an actual live comedy show. Woohoo! Um, uh, so thank you so much for listening. Uh, we appreciate you. Please do, please do all the things that you know that you should do. But you know, do we always take the time to do them? Do you like, rate, and review, and thumbs up, and star, and you know, recommend all of the podcasts that you love? I, I, we all know that we should, but do we? I don't know. Like, just g- give us a give us a shout out. We appreciate you. Um, and remember, when you're out there in the world, just be excellent to each other. And of course. Party on, dudes. Wee wee wee.